doesn't want to talk about football on a nice Friday morning? Coming up, the Big Ditka's Fantasy Football Podcast. Touchdown, Tennessee! to the Big Ditka's Podcast. Well, good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Friday edition of the Big Ditka's Fantasy Football Podcast. You got Mike and Mike with you. Mike, how you doing today, man? Not too bad. I like the way we're creeping further and further into the week. Soon this is going to come out on Sunday morning, and you'll have to listen before the game starts. <laughs> Soon it'll have it during the games, and then eventually it'll just... And then we'll loop over. We should be okay. I don't know what this clicking thing is. I don't know what that is. I'm not touching anything, so I'm not too sure what that is. But okay, we'll see. Hopefully it doesn't happen too often, because that just happened now, and that's going to hurt. I might need to... It's cut. not coming through on my end if it makes you feel any better. Well, it's coming through on this, so I don't... I, but I just... You know, sometimes you nudge a cable, and it you get weird clicking, but I, I'm not touching anything. There's nothing here... For me to like, I'd, so anyways, all right, okay. I blame I blame Friday. I blame the MSM. Is that what it is? Right. The, the NSM. No, uh, I don't know. Mainstream media, right? That's what oh, MSM. Yeah, that's what we blame it on now, right? You didn't know what the N stood for. <laughs> <laughs> the national streaming media. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, let's not talk about that garbage. Let's talk about football. <laughs> Let's talk about football. Yes. And, and um, you know, what do we... Did you watch the game last night? This is the one nice thing about doing a Friday morning record. Did you watch the game last night? I watched a bunch of it. I didn't see the whole thing. I missed the very start, and I missed um, the last half of the fourth quarter um, just because things came up. Uh, but, yeah, I saw a good chunk of it. It was... Uh, I had uh, Christian Kirk playing in this one. Uh, going against, you know, his best odds to have any uh, any big yards because they are the worst against uh, they're the worst pass defense in the league, and the Seahawks actually really showed up on defense. Um, and they really kind of shut down shut down the passing routes for Kyler Murray. It was uh, it was it kind was, of impressive. It was a, it was an impressive defensive effort, really from from both sides. I'd say the score was not low. But it was an impressive uh, dis- defensive effort either way. And Carlos Hyde, you know, looked great. And I'll say that's one thing for, you know, clearly the O-line in Seattle is pretty healthy because all three of their running backs, DJ Dallas, and uh, I can't remember what the other guy's name was, they all looked pretty decent. Um, I don't know. Did you see the safety? I don't know how I felt about the safety. I, I missed the safety. Gotcha. It, it was, you know... It was a little bit, uh, and in the analysis, they showed, oh, you know, oh, you can see it kind of starts here, but it really starts there in the end zone. Um, but what a bad time to take that penalty, man. Like, I, I guess at the end of the day, he saved what would have been an inevitable, although Kyler Murray's pretty mobile. He can move out. Who knows? But that's the way yes, it goes. They did a good job of covering it. Um, like, it's, it's funny because watching the Seahawks, you know, they came in, they were so highly touted, Russell Wilson. You know, arguably still on pace to be MVP this year with the performances he's putting up. Yep. But I thought as a team, Seahawks kind of took a downturn for a little while. Um, and then watching this game last night, like they really stepped up. They, it seemed like they were like, okay, now let's do it sort of thing. And, uh, it was interesting to, to just see them come back into contention. Like the NFC isn't necessarily, I don't know who would be in the driver's seat, maybe Tampa, but I don't, it's still kind of a toss-up. Um, there's mm-hmm. still some question mark. Seattle did uh, 
to have a good performance, yeah. strong performance. And and Arizona just couldn't pull off that last minute miracle again, which, you know, I no. was thinking about it going, mm, the odds are not good on this, right? But what I didn't understand is kind of they they were moving the ball well, getting first downs, and then when they got to about the 40, they decided, okay, let's just start taking shots. And they had good, you know, and again, Seattle's defense just shut them down. They had players who were wide open for a second and then then the safeties or the corners would run them down and take that opportunity out it was pretty it was it was a good defensive game so let's yeah. talk about um you know one of the fun things about doing this on a friday morning is actually we're getting some live updates of some things so um we wanted to talk about injuries we can put this one here this one's all let's right start right out <laughs> Hey, what happened? My drops have to do with different things depending on the week and which one I can get to quickly. But um, I like the, the fluid nature of the drops. It's good. I gotta figure out what this clicking thing is. Sorry, it's driving me nuts. But it just happened again. I don't. I'm, I'm wondering if it has to do with this setup. I got a different setup for the drops. But anyways, the first one. Let's talk about Drew Brees, broken ribs, punctured lung. Now here's the interesting thing about that. I just got a notification that the Saints are going to be playing Taysom Hill over James Winston. That is interesting because the whole Winston was trending all week. Yep. Um, so let me – did anyone pick up Winston? I don't know. Let's – I mean, I can look this up quicker I'm on the computer. I'm just going to go and look at the handy but, uh, that's, app here that's in terms an of int- transactions because, yeah, that, would, that's, uh, that seemed to be where everyone was going with it. Well, everybody kind of assumed um, he's who went in. No, he's a free agent still. Still a free agent. And Smart. I would leave him in Smart free, by the league. Yeah, I would leave him. I, that's one thing, man. I, this league, I swear. The other leagues, you know, I went... Um, uh, oh, actually, that's one that we didn't add here. Um, Swift, De, uh, Deontay, Deon, Deandre, Deontay? DeAndre. DeAndre Swift. Deon, are you sure? Yes. No, this isn't it? Yes. All right. Um, DeAndre's. He's got a concussion. Yeah. And uh, yeah. so I went in a couple other leagues and immediately dropped some bench, you know, dud and picked up Adrian Peterson just because I thought, you know, that seems to be where it goes. And um, and of course, in our league, I looked and oh, Adrian Peterson's already picked up by somebody. <laughs> right? <laughs> so, <laughs> on the ball. I know. On the ball. Every time you go, oh, maybe I got an edge. Nope, not in this league. So um, good, good on us, though, for not picking up Winston. I think that's a that's a good move. Um, other quarterback news, Bridgewater, MCL sprain. He's unlikely to play at this point. Uh, Matthew Stafford is questionable. He's got a thumb injury, but he did practice on Thursday. I was reading um, this morning that the players were saying he was doing good. I noticed you didn't bring up Nick Foles for me. Uh, that's okay. That's okay. Um, I'm not, I'm not going to pile on. <laughs> <laughs> well, you didn't have to. You didn't have to. All you needed is one guy to run through one of the massive gaping holes in the O-line and and, uh, you know, just take him down. You don't need to pile on if there's only one person who needs to do it. <laughs> um, some lingering in- injuries like McCaffrey went back on with a shoulder. Looks like he's out again. Uh, Joe Mixon, you know, just perennially. And I think uh, it's Gio Bernard's birthday this Sunday, FYI. Happy birthday to Gio. So a yeah, lot of people are saying. Gio. He served me well for a couple weeks. Yeah. It was uh, Akeem Hicks' birthday on last Sunday where he got injured. So, you know, we'll, we'll see how that goes. Kenny Galladay, uh, Zach Ertz, and Kenny Galladay is obviously a bigger one, you know, back on the injured reserve in Detroit. But if Stafford's not throwing the ball or, you know, depending on what happens there, that that's going to play a factor too, right? Yeah. It's uh, it's interesting. I 
So I let Gio go. He's available in the league currently um, because I assumed Mixon was going to be back. Um, I did the same with Mike Davis. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Mike Davis is still playing and it seems like Gio might still be relevant. Um, So (laughs) it's, it's so hard. To, to figure out what's up. I, I, either weird. I hold them and then they lose their value or I drop them and their value retains. Now that said, Mike Davis still, um, you know, let's see. Well, he played, see, it's tough. He had only four points, but he played against Tampa Bay. Now this weekend he's going against Detroit. And so, you know, that's a, that's a very different kind of game. So we'll see Should what. Should be they're... a lot better for him. Yeah, I hope not. But maybe <laughs> it will. I hope not. For my own sake. So, for my own sake. Yes. So lots of injuries. Definitely pay attention to the injuries. No, um, the, the one here that we haven't talked yet about is this: the Raiders' defense on COVID protocol. And, yes. Um, you were mentioning it. The entire defensive line. I think the entire defense oh had enough God. close contact to somebody who's tested positive that they're not being sat, but they've been put on watch. If I'm if I'm correct, which is just kind of interesting. That is in that is very interesting, and um, it's going to be obviously very interesting to see what happens. You know this. You know I don't know when they're playing, but you know if they don't have the time to prepare, and I put in um, I put in this quote from uh, from Cam Newton. Well, I didn't put a quote, but he I I, re- I read an article earlier this week from Cam Newton who was talking about how hard it has been mentally uh, to come back after testing positive for COVID. And I thought it was an interesting, I thought it was an interesting article given how, I mean, Cam really struggled when he came back. It it looked really bad, you know, and it's starting to look decent again, right? Like New, mm-hmm. New England's starting to look decent again. You know, they've 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 played well, and Cam has played better. And and I kind of wonder if, you know, we know COVID is a very tough, tough. Oh my goodness, sorry. You know, it's a tough uh, illness. Or you know, virus to have, and so I thought that was an interesting one. You know, given how it would affect an athlete even after they have it, right? Yeah, no, I mean, some people recover quick, some people linger, and it seems to be around for months. Um, obviously, we're still the science is still out trying to figure out what is going on with this, but yeah, it's it's difficult to predict what's going to happen and how it's going to affect an athlete. Uh, looking into this, uh, Raiders defensive ends, uh, Clayland Farrell and cornerback LaMarcus Joyner tested positive, and then more than half of the team starting defense is on the COVID-19 list. Oh my goodness. Um, as long as they keep testing negative, they'll be good uh, to go. So this this ties... Um, this ties the game is still scheduled. Yeah, this ties nicely into uh, into our last week. And uh, I'll put this. No, I say sports. You say nuts. Sports. Nuts. Sports. Nuts. I don't know. You just got to pick one and go for it. I really need time, but I have no time, man. I have no time. Anyway, um, so the Raiders are playing uh, Kansas City this Sunday. So that mm-hmm. does not Big bode game. very well for uh, for an injured defense. <laughs> no, no, that is <laughs> perhaps the worst. And, uh, you know, Ball Fulmers Anonymous is going up against touchdown there, Jimmy, this week. So, Jimmy, I don't know how you feel, but that ties into kind of looking at last week. Because last week, I mean, one of the one of the big games uh, or the really big blowouts really was the incredible bulk just taking it to Ball Fumblers Anonymous, 119 to 69 points. And we were looking at this going, oh, yeah, because uh, Kansas City was on by. 
And so, you know, Mahomes sat, Tyreek Hill sat, and uh, ball fumblers had to start Carson Wentz, who uh, had a wonderful 8.72 performance. Um, and, uh, you know, Will Fuller in, in place of, uh, of these guys. And, and, you know, that he had a good showing from Devonte Adam, not the best, but still decent. Ronald Jones had that great, crazy rush, 192 rush yards, right? Um, mm-hmm. But without Mahomes and Tyreek Hill, ball fumblers just fell flat. And, uh, you know, Jimmy's got to be a little bit nervous this week, given that uh, Mahomes is back or, you know, they're off by Tyreek Hill's off by. And now he's going to face a Raiders defense who maybe aren't going to be the most organized this week. Yeah, That's scary stuff, man. <laughs> it bodes well for a lot of points. It bodes well for a lot of points. And let's talk about a lot of points because that ties into another one of our games, Pussy Galore against Touchdown there. What a crazy, crazy game that was. 66 points, uh, won the match to 57. You know, Chris would have won this matchup. But, uh, you know, Russell Wilson. I would have won that matchup. I also (laughs) did not break the 70 mark. (laughs) (laughs) Russell Wilson. Two interceptions against the Rams. What a crazy game that was. Um, just not what you expect. And glad to see him back kind of to himself. And uh, on the other end, I mean, I'm sure Sander wasn't feeling that great that week. But, um, you know, her big pickup, I believe, here was uh, was Jacoby Myers, right? Who I believe she picked up just last week. She picked him up on November 11th. So, it would have been just a little bit before. And uh, had a had a decent week enough for him. And then Jared Cook is going to be an interesting one because I think she she's dropped him back on the waiver wire. Yeah. But what value, you know, it's going to be very tough to assess his value given that uh, if Breeze is out, right? Yeah. I mean, obviously, you know, the, the check downs, the dumping off to, you know, a back or a tight end. Um, when you have a new quarterback come into a system, you know, you expect that to be an area where you can get a lot of points. Sometimes you can, sometimes you can't. I guess, you know, it's kind of a wait-and-see um, approach with uh, Taysom Hill, who's taking over now, at least for one week, uh, to see, you know, where he goes, who he favors. So, um, yeah. And that's a good time. That, that, that could be a big pickup. It could be. And and that's 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 going to be – it's going to be interesting to see where Jared Cook is. He's sitting there on the waiver wire. Maybe I need to pick him up because when you talk about tight ends and check downs and all that stuff – that was my thought, and I was feeling, I was feeling pretty nervous because I beat Steve by point six eight six six point. I can't remember. I can't do the math here. Ninety eight, uh, six, <laughs> yeah, sixty six points. Point sixty six points. And I had to look to see that's their closest matchup this year. I had to look to see if it was a record. It is not. the The best, the closest margin of victory was uh, was in two thousand seventeen. I beat Fred by point oh eight points. And uh, reminiscing about that, thinking about it, going, I remember he had Caffrey, and Caffrey was just running and running and running and running, and every time getting yards, getting yards, getting yards, and then they pulled him. And I was like, oh my God, I can't believe I'm going to win this matchup. It was amazing. <laughs> oh, it was amazing. It was amazing. But this game here came down to two things for me. DeAndre Hopkins, that last minute touchdown, obviously. And then, I mean, you talk yeah. about touchdowns and, and or t- tight ends and the checkdowns and all that stuff. And that was my thought, right? I'm going to pick up Jimmy Graham. Because David Montgomery is injured, right? We've got, um, you know, and and all they got is Cordero Patterson back there now. Tariq Cohen's injured. You know, he's out. 
And I thought, well, you're going to have to throw the ball to somebody. You're going to mm. have to throw the ball to somebody. So, you know, you might have to go to uh, to Jimmy Graham. Why wouldn't you? <sighs> well, he's a player. He's, he's a there. Player. <laughs> he's, he exists. I think he got two targets early in the game and that was it. And uh, what yeah. what an ugly, ugly game. I read a Roll the dice. Yeah. Well, but at the same time, I won. I won. And you know what the funny thing was? In that respect, I, I thought, should I sit him? If if I was in the playoff contention, I would actually sit him because there's no chance of me losing if I sit Jimmy Graham. But I thought, I got to leave Steve. I got to give him fair shot. I'm in the basement. Who cares, right? And uh, I thought, man, it'd be, it'd be amazing if, you know, Jimmy Graham catches the ball, fumbles, and gets benched or, you know, or, or does what, you know, he did. Luckily, he didn't fumble, but. <laughs> either way that was my thought right tight end he's a big guy he's good he's, he's a red he's zone target a, he's had a great career but as of late you know he's his age is unfortunately starting to show in terms of uh fantasy impact well and their usage of him it, it's just you know Very the, the way they're using even you know even the commentators are saying you're you know why are you not throwing it to this guy in the red they've been mentioning that number of times anyways all right where are we at now now wolves wildcats beats you what happened mike 97 um, to 66 what happened listen i'm allowed to dud every once in a while <laughs> no you're not um also i i i swear there's some sort of voodoo magic going on because every like mark has the lowest points scored against him well, like, you think he's you think he's game in the system? It's true, he does. I know. I, I, I think he's cursing everyone. <laughs> I think he's he's making like a sacrifice every week. I don't know what he's sacrificing. Um, but he's doing. He's you know he's got his little fire pit. Maybe he's burning some incense in there, throwing some I know some bad vibes into to, to shed it off of him and to send it on to other fantasy football teams because <laughs> somehow everybody has a bad week whenever they play him. Um, it's incredible. But no, I uh, I was I was due for a dud. I had a couple performances where players exceeded expectations, far exceeded expectations. So I had at least one of these coming, and it just happened to be this week. He has two hundred fewer points scored against him than you do, and you have forty points scored more. That's got to be a little bit frustrating. But we'll we'll talk about that in the odds. I ran the numbers through the uh, so some odds calculator on running through who's going to make the playoffs and not. And for him, you know, Kyler Murray, and we had Kyler Murray in another league, and what a great week for for that so I'll, i was happy again this is i don't have multiple fantasy football leagues to um I, I have it just so i can live with myself and feel well i didn't win that week but i won this <laughs> hey last week is the first, first week i went three and oh so that's that's exciting for me i went three and oh i won in all my leagues fantastic oh i loved it and then steam dirty girl against steam and willie beaming and for him it was you know playing that that it's so funny Two weeks ago, plays Tom Brady over Roethlisberger. Roethlisberger has a big game. Tom Brady doesn't. This week, plays Ben Roethlisberger, has a big game. But then Tom Brady goes out and have a, has a little bit bigger game. Now, it's all the same. He won either way. But it's just like, man, come on. You know? So, I mean, I think this is why you and I have always, or have certainly recently been more of the one QB guy. Because you just don't beat yourself up if the guy has a bad week, right? But this year. For sure. I, I prefer to do it that way. This season, you can't. You need to have a backup. This, se- this season, you need the backups. And, uh, you know, the the big one here for, for, you know, Josh Allen is back, which is exciting, right? 28 points against 
Arizona. Tough loss, obviously. One thing I, that drives me nuts about those kind of losses is, you know, they, 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 the, the kind of sports, you know, casters play it off as if, you know, Arizona did this, but it really, and I watched um, a breakdown of it and they showed how it was really, it was a Buffalo defensive breakdown. Um, I don't know if you watched the replay of that, but essentially one of the Buffalo defenders, um, the guy who was on DeAndre Hopkins pretty much had him. And then one of the Buffalo defenders came in, rushed and jumped at it and pretty much knocked the Buffalo player out of the play, which he, you know, they were like, he would have knocked the ball out of his hand and instead he got knocked down by him. So a tough loss for Buffalo, but I'm not so worried. A big win, big win for Nike. For Nike? I'm sure you've seen those those iconic shots that have been making the rounds of of the Air Jordan gloves just oh. up there grabbing the ball. It's, I mean, I think they actually said that there was a significant bump in uh, in advertising dollars, essentially, just based on that one photo, how, uh, how iconic it looked. I got to see this picture now. I don't, I don't, I can't even find it, but that's crazy. Yeah. Gotcha. $5.7 million in, in ad spend essentially attributed to, to that photo. To that photo. And it's a, it's a fantastic photo of the catch. Like it's just amazing. And I, I, as a player like Deandre Hopkins, man, like what a great player. God, I love watching that guy play. I love, the way he plays football. You know, watching him last night again, I was like, man, the way he plays, he plays such a high level. But again, he's one of those guys who he just plays with so much respect for the game and respect for the guys around him. Like he just, you know, looks like such an amazing, you know, just one of those football players you love watching. Love, love yes. watching. He's now, an amazing player. Now, one of the things that uh, I said I wanted to bring up is and let me see if I can pull it. Where did it go? Where did it go? Where did it go? Oh, it's because it's an Excel spreadsheet. Oh, that's why I would never open Excel purposely. Um, is um, is this right here? So I uh, found there's a tool FF Hub, and in there you can do things like get power rankings and stuff like that. But one of the tools I wanted to look at was the um, the playoff. Uh, there they have a, a like a a kind of record or place percentages okay so geez help me out here man just don't sit there in silence um <laughs> i'm letting you do your thing this is not my thing this is not helpful um so the percentages and and i thought uh, i threw it in i didn't really look at it until today and i thought it was pretty pretty interesting actually so let's have a quick look at this and see maybe this is something i'll have to send out to the league a little bit later because i did find it a little bit interesting but okay so i'll start i'll start with me down here at the bottom right and uh yeah you know, just so you can see, I have a, a 0.03 chance of uh, winning the league, I believe. So, uh, feeling pretty good there. Still got a shot. Oh, no, sorry. 0.03 chance of making it to fourth place. Sorry. This is the actual probability of you making it to the playoffs. So, 0.03. Oh, okay. So, feeling pretty good, right? That's Yeah. I should feel pretty happy about that. That's not bad. Uh, so, who's... Well, that's that's generally not, that's not good. <laughs> that's not good. Okay, you still got a chance. I still, you're saying there's, there's you're a chance. Still, you're still in the game. <laughs> so you're saying there's it's a chance. Not, it's not at zero, which is which is good. Now let's have a look at these because I think the first two are pretty logical here. Wolves. Now this is actually taking into account a couple things. This does take into account who you're playing. Um, mm -hmm. It doesn't take into account um, every statistic here. So. Um, in, in it, they say the calculated purely from the history of each team's score this year. 
So it's not really looking at projections and not looking at buys. It's just looking at, okay, who's scoring points and who are you playing off against? So having a look at that, you'll see Ball Fumblers Anonymous, despite actually being tied at six and four with Jimmy, has a 94.9% chance of making it to the playoffs based on who he's playing. And um, below that, I want you to look at this here because next we have a little flip. So Steeman Willie Beeman actually has a five and five record right now but has a bigger opportunity. He's kind of the next at 70% likely to make it into the playoffs. And then it drops another 30 points. And that's when we get to you and Jimmy. And have a look at this. Yeah. You can see um, Jimmy's got a 45% chance. You're at 33. So despite the fact that you know Steve has a better record than you, he's actually lower in the odds of making it into the playoffs based on the rest of the schedule. So I wanted to give you some hope. Because, you know, <laughs> you never know what happens when you make it in the playoffs, right? Players get injured. And you just want to dash Steve's hope as well. <laughs> well, I'm talking to you. If I was talking to Steve, I'd say, hey, stay in there, Steve, you know, and he's got a good team and you'll be all right. And, you know, 25% is 25%, right? Stats don't really mean that much in sports because at the end of the day, somebody's, you know, you can have a... I can have a 0.03 chance and I can still make it. And if I make it, you go, well, there you go. That was the one time in, you know, a thousand. <laughs> this happened. Some things could work your way. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, a couple my teams could just be removed for COVID purposes. You I'm... know, like there's a lot has to break, but <laughs> a couple teams have to be removed for COVID purposes. Like, okay. Kansas City, Buffalo, those teams, sorry. <laughs> just. A six week buy cool <laughs> but i thought it was interesting here to see that you know you have a good shot of making it at third and fourth and uh, despite the fact that you've got one you know one fewer win and actually you know you're right in that mix you're right in that mix there so you know um hope is alive sir but hope is alive there is kind of a couple of get like there's you know there's a couple of tiers of teams right now um with Mark at the top in the league. And then it just kind of like, it goes down from there. Um, so it isn't, I was thinking coming into this, it'll be interesting to see how this plays out. Um, like after we've got two, six and four, we've got three, five and five, we've got three, four and six. So, I mean, anything can happen, as you know, in fantasy football, these predictions, you know, at best are predictions. Yep. Um, because you don't know who's going to be injured. You don't know, um, who's not going to get targeted that game. Um, so things could change dramatically, but it will be interesting. I don't think we've ever had a season like this where there's such well-defined tiers of teams. Um, usually there's like the top and then maybe third, but usually it's around fourth place. You're kind of trying to fight for room, but really like from second to ninth, the whole thing is wide open. Yeah. Really, Mark is running away with it. He's clearly cementing himself in the playoffs but after that anything can happen yep. which is incredible and what we do know is you know again doesn't really doesn't matter so much you know he's got to start getting ready and that was something i would have talked to you about if we had more time is you know starting to get ready um for the playoff push and, and getting those guys who you think you know so for him like for instance got the pittsburgh defense right and i'm probably gonna ride them but if you look at week's you know, 15 weeks, 16, it's against 
you know, Indianapolis. And I don't know if that's the best matchup, right? That you really, is that what you want for a championship game? You know, now would be the time for, you know, for looking at maybe building out that, okay, who are we going to, you know, who are matchups? Who are we going to go for? Right? So, we'll see. He's got, a, he's he's really filled up his roster spots though. Zach Ertz on injured reserve. Sony Michelle, he's going to make some, he's going to have to make some tough decisions soon. Um, Sony Michelle hasn't played since week three, correct? Sony Michelle hasn't played since week three, no. So, we'll see what happens there. I mean, it's going to be interesting. I'm up this week against, uh, I thought it was interesting that uh, I was looking, I was going, oh, I'm up against Chase Claypool and Juju Smith-Schuster. Now, I know, um, I know uh, Will, Dirty Girl, has been playing a, a couple, you know, a couple of the uh, the wide receivers from uh, from Pittsburgh, and it's been doing well. He's been Deontay Johnson and Chase Claypool both starting, which is interesting given that they're not even the number one guy, realistically. And uh, he's had uh, he's had some success with those two, so... Deontay Johnson is, but yeah, you Claypool has really been a. Sorry, you think he's the number one receiver there? Yeah, over Juju, Smith, yeah. Schuster. Yeah, all right. Juju gets the dump, the dump offs. You know, like he does a lot of the crossing patterns, but um, I think Deontay Johnson's the number one. Who, who he's got the more of the upside. Let's just say that. Well, for sure, but that's also because, I mean, you know, he wasn't a guy you had to draft in the first few rounds. But I mean, just in terms of total game points, like I would go with Johnson over Juju. He has had some injury concerns this season, for mm-hmm. sure. Um, but, you know, when healthy. I guess. <laughs> I don't know, I haven't looked at him enough. But he's had some pretty dud weeks. He's had some dud weeks, he's had some big weeks. Yeah, he's got a, well... Low floor, high ceiling, I guess. That's what we'll go with. We'll have yeah. to look into him another time, my friend, because we don't have time. we got to get out of this. Hey, I think we did some good work today, man. I'm happy with this Friday. Yeah, we were both a little distracted by work and checking emails a couple times, but that's okay. <laughs> that's all right. It was fun. It was fun to do a Friday morning record. Though now i got to run. i got a meeting in about five minutes that i got to get to. Yourself? you got a meeting or no? You're this afternoon, just, right? Just continuing work. Yeah, this afternoon's my busy... <laughs> Well, all right. Well, Mike, I'll see you next week. Maybe maybe next week we'll be doing Friday night. Who knows? <laughs> For Mike and Mike and Fred, we'll see you guys all sometime next week. Bye.